everyone, it's Cassie with The Happy Thinker with episode number 23. Super excited. This is the last key piece in the three-part series of episodes about why we feel. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and let's start up right now. Okay, so today's episode is about reframing our feelings, reframing the narrative in which our feelings live. I think it's really very important to understand this concept. When I came across the concept of reframing, it was very alien to me because I always went with my intuition and based on what I was feeling at the time. This is not necessarily a bad thing to trust your body when it comes to your intuition or trust that your feelings have purpose and meaning. They absolutely do, but I think where we get it wrong is we start to dive into what they actually feel like, not what they're trying to tell us. A feeling may be there, but the feeling that we are experiencing may not be the actual message itself. I think it gets very complicated because, just for an example, you may be feeling lonely. Loneliness is a very normal emotion, but you can feel lonely in a group of hundreds of people. So the lonely feeling may not be the actual message your body is trying to tell you. It's not that you are missing out on company of others, it may be that you're Feeling a sense of emptiness because you don't have a sense of purpose makes you feel very lonely because you cannot connect in that way. So our feelings have very, very important messages to convey to us. And it is really imperative to listen to them and our bodies, but it's not necessarily wise to let them lead how we choose to respond or act because when we act in our feelings we tend to act in a way in which does not serve us and how i mean this is this when you're acting in your feelings the slightest thing that could change that emotion would then change your internal perspective so if you're acting from a place of your feelings then on a happy sunny day you'll feel happy on a gloomy horrible day you'll feel horrible external stimuli produces what you choose to feel so the world is making you respond you know the world is happening to you instead of you happening to the world and the thing about it is this if we have the ability to shift our perspective on the situation our emotions will follow suit because what we think impacts how we feel and how we feel then impacts how we act and how we change mold and sculpt our very lives so with that in mind If we can change the narrative in which we think about a situation, in which we think about something that happened, in which we think about what we're going through, then we will start to change the true feeling of what we're feeling. 
And the cool thing about this is this. Reframing produces the emotion that we want. Emotions are very important and not a bad thing. It's good to come to terms and peace with them. But our emotions should not lead the way. When reframing, it's very important that you've followed all the other steps in my previous podcast. Learning to kind of let the feeling sit and reside in you. Feeling it all the way through to fruition. Because if you don't, if you push it down, smother it away, deny it away, try to buffer with any kind of feel-good type thing. So whether that be alcohol or some people illegal drugs or others um, the cigarette now and then or if it's overeating or oversleeping any indulgent type thing in that way is a buffer something to candy coat over the things in our lives that we don't particularly like so we kind of we find something that our body gets a dopamine hit off an enjoyable sensation in some form and we use that to medicate when we do this we are not living the most authentic version of our lives wouldn't you rather live a life where you know how to process through your emotions because you will produce a life in which you have more positive emotions and more positive feelings that you won't have to medicate. You're living an awesome life without it, not you need it to live an awesome life. That is kind of how reframing helps you. When you start to reframe the narrative in which you live in, the narrative in which you've been put in, then you start to understand that your feelings are not the enemies. We should not push them away, deny them, or stuff them because they're too painful or hard to feel. Because like I talked in the last podcast, if you think about the way an emotion actually physically feels in your body, it is a sensation. For some, it might be a strong sensation, but it is a sensation nonetheless. And if you think of it like that, you can survive any emotion. So the way that reframing works is this. You've probably thought about the perspective of two different people can look at one situation completely different. And why is that? Why can two people in the same situation with the same um, same odds look at one situation in totally different lights and that's all about the frame in which they put their narrative and the frame they frame it with in their mind if you frame it in a way where it's beneficial to you then you will start viewing it as a beneficial and just like a guiding or stepping point for you you won't view it as a negative thing that you don't want to feel You'll view it as a feeling that you need to feel in order to move in the direction you want. So reframing is an important skill, and it's a skill that's very difficult. So when I was doing my research on this podcast about reframing, I struggled to find any information about reframing. Reframing is a psychological way 
of choosing your path, choosing your narrative. You can have any circumstance, and I mean any, the worst of the worst circumstance, and see it in a certain way. And I'm not talking about seeing it in a positive, upbeat, happy way, because there are some things in this world that are just not positive, upbeat, or happy, and that's okay. But reframing helps because you're reframing it in not necessarily um, a better way, but almost in a neutral way. So let's say you have something really bad happen to you. Um, Your best friend dies. That sounds horrible. You would never want to make that feel happy. You know, you would never want to be like, yeah, I'm happy about my best friend not being here with me anymore. You would never want to do that. You would want to remember them. Yeah, and you may feel sorrow, but you know it's important to process through that and feel it because it's the person that you love, your best friend. So in that situation, the way that you would reframe it is in a more neutral sense not in a negative connotation as in their life has ended, I can't go on, it's my best friend, it's unbearable. That kind of thinking that it is unbearable to feel the emotions that come along with that is not beneficial to you. It'll leave you stuck in the emotions that you are too afraid to feel. But when you reframe it in a way that helps you process through what you are feeling but not necessarily is having you be ultra positive and happy the whole time it's much more of a helpful way to move through the emotions that you are feeling reframing is not about changing anything about your circumstances rather it's about changing your mindset in which the circumstances take place so in the instance where your best friend dies you would never want to be excited or happy about it so when people say look on the bright side be positive those kinds of things about major horrible things in the world like for instance the pandemic lots of people are like look on the bright side it's not so bad these may be true for you but not everybody can come to that big of a leap when they're feeling a certain way and that's okay reframing helps you put it in a neutral sense So in the instance where your best friend dies, instead of thinking, this feeling is unbearable, this feeling is a lot. That is not a positive statement or a happy statement, but it is a better statement than the one before. And you can continue to bridge that gap until you get to where you can believe your positive statement. So what I mean by that is, okay, you go from this feeling is unbearable to this feeling is hard or this feeling is a lot then the next step you could go to once you can kind of get yourself believing okay this is a lot this feeling is hard but I do hard things and have done hard things before it's giving yourself kind of a place to be not saying I'm going to overcome this I'm going to not feel this way but instead saying I've done hard things before so I felt hard feelings before gives you kind of a hope point to move through the emotion you're about to experience 
You could even take it a step further than that and say, I've done hard things before, and this feeling is simply a passing feeling, only temporary. That's not positive or negative. It simply is. It's a neutral framing of the scenario. Let's jump to the idea of the pandemic. The pandemic, for a lot of people, is a very fearful or very um, exhausting epidemic to be in. So some people are filled with lots of fear. You may not be able to jump from this pandemic is going to be the end of the life that we know and then instantly jump into a happier frame but you could be like yes life will be different different is better than undoable unlike the life we knew before because that frames it in a way in which we have to have the way it was before in order to feel secure or feel safe or feel normal people keep saying I just want it to be over. I just want things to go back to normal. If they don't go back to the normal that we knew before, your emotions might be tempted to feel deeply affected, which is completely normal. So why don't instead you frame it in a way that, yes, it may not go back to quote-unquote normal, but we will adapt. I will continue to live regardless of the new kind of normal. Jumping into a more neutral frame instead of a negative or a positive can help tremendously when it comes to our feelings. Because by putting it in a neutral frame in which we look at our scenarios, we take away the judgment in our brains of good or bad. And when we take away the judgment in our brains, our emotions are free to process through however you're feeling without staying there because you've labeled it as a good place to stay or a bad place to stay. And you've taken away that huge piece in which our brains tend to cling to. And we tend to cling to negative things more than positive things. And I've explained why that is before is because we're inherently positive. We believe we're supposed to be happy all the time. So when that doesn't happen, our brain sends off the signals like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Who says that's not the way it's supposed to be? It's supposed to be a 50-50 split. So bad and negative emotions are just a part of the process of being human. But if you choose not to process through them fully, you will hold on to those emotions, which is never how they were intended when you were made. You were intended to have emotions to send you messages to help you be aware of things that might need your attention, but never to stay in that emotion. That is a type of suffering and a type of self-torture that I am very familiar with. Because when you stay in an emotion for too long, you start to believe it is a reality, it is a fact, it is a part of who you are, it is an inherent way of being. This is not true. Every feeling was created by a thought. 
and by reframing your thoughts, you can move through an emotion. Okay, guys, so I want you to practice some reframing. I also think it's super beneficial just to shout this out to to anyone who's having trouble reframing their thoughts because it can be very hard to reframe your thoughts and learn to jump and make those small transitions into a better way of thinking about the situation that they're in or whatever they're doing or however they're going about life. And so it can be very difficult. If you're having trouble reframing in any way, I highly suggest reach out to a health or life coach. These people's jobs are specifically designed to help you reframe and then by doing so move forward in a positive direction. I cannot say enough about life coaching and how beneficial it really is. It is one of those professions that is highly underrated and under talked about. The value of life coaching is way beyond what you might expect. It can sometimes feel um, kind of daunting to be like, yeah, I'm gonna go see a life coach. Doesn't mean that your life isn't going well or you're not doing a good job. It's simply extra support and stability and accountability that a lot of us need in our lives. So I highly suggest if you're having trouble reframing, talk to or see a coach. I wanted to thank all of you for your support for this podcast today. The Happy Thinker will continue to produce material over and over again, and I simply love my audience. You guys are amazing, and I hope everything that I say has some genuine value to you and helps your life. Thank you so much for listening today. I will see you again soon. You can find me on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Chromecast, Spotify, and so many others. Thank you, and I will talk to you real soon, guys.